I'm curious, if you had to rate yourself from a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most confident person there is, and 1 being the least confident person there is, where would you rate yourself? And wait a second, you're not allowed to pick 7. 7 does not exist. I love removing the 7 when I'm rating things out of 10. I heard this on a Tim Ferriss podcast maybe like 5 years ago, and it's been so helpful. 7 is safe. 7 is an easy way out. However, if something's an 8 out of 10, that's pretty damn good. But if it's a 6, probably mediocre at best. So this is a true reflection of what you really think. So have a think about it. Out of 10, where are you overall? I don't believe confidence is innate. I also think it's very easy for us to put up a facade to make people think that we're more confident than we actually are. I genuinely believe that if it's something you truly want to possess, then you need to work on it. I also believe that it's a key aspect to good emotional and physical health. Confidence unlocks the doors to many areas of life that you'll probably want to spend some time in. So if you're interested in improving your confidence, then stay with me and I'm going to share four tips today. Number one, accept that you have flaws you're not perfect and neither is anyone else. Might sound counterproductive, but it's a really helpful one. If you're constantly trying to hide your flaws and always trying to appear perfect, you'll never fully be confident. You'll feel like an imposter and you'll almost feel like someone's going to figure you out at some point. Let's look at your perceived flaws first. And let's start with that key word perceived. The thing you have to remember is that you have deemed whatever flaw that you think you have as a flaw. Sometimes it blows my mind when someone tells me about a physical insecurity that they have that I never would have noticed had they not mentioned it. And even when they do, it still doesn't really feel like a big deal to me. Yet in their minds, in their heads, it's absolutely huge. And a good reframe here is to ask yourself, what would you say to a friend if they said that this was their flaw or insecurity? And it might give you a much more healthier look at the one that you're dealing with. However, on the note of personality flaws, this is where it's slightly different. Let's say you're an overly shy person. I really love the advice that I heard Jordan Peterson give once. He said that the insecurities you have are a fantastic road to travel down. If you're overly shy, start watching some YouTube videos on how to become more confident. Look into therapy and find out why you're shy in the first place. Maybe there's some inner work to do. Maybe there's some trauma to work through that when you're on the other side of it, you might not be nearly as shy as you once were. And then you can start taking action. You can put yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit more, gradually of course, and you may find yourself coming out of your shell more and more. And finally, the next time you walk into the room, remember that even the most perfect looking person makes mistakes. They have flaws. They they aren't perfect and that's just part of being a human. Number two, acquire some skills and value getting good at things. Most people when they start a new job will be a little insecure and unconfident. This can be for many reasons, but part of this might be down to the fact that they don't feel that they're good enough. There's people in the company that are far superior to them, have so much more experience, and they're probably also worried about getting things wrong, which is fair enough, especially if you're new to an industry and there are more senior people there. But a great antidote to this is acquiring skills skills and getting so damn good at things. Skills are so valuable. Let's say you are new to a company and you do have a long way to go. You might not be the best yet, but how about alongside building the skills that you need for the job, you start learning some more communication skills, some social skills that will give you that boost in the meantime. You might not be the most skilled person yet, but you're going to be someone who's engaging, someone who people enjoy being around and people will pay attention. And if you do this alongside working on your craft while you've been employed in the first place, you'll 
far exceed those who are just only working on their craft. I've had a lot of questions in the past about how I'm so comfortable and confident on camera or doing podcasts so regularly. And the reality is that I've been doing this for a decade now. When I wasn't speaking in front of cameras or down a microphone, I was speaking and training people on a gym floor. When I wasn't doing this, I was reading, I was watching, I was shadowing and learning as much as I possibly could about my craft. And when you do that for a while and end up getting highly competent at the thing you've committed to, you become more confident and this can transpire into other areas of your life too. Competence equals confidence. A quick caveat here actually before I do move on, don't emplace your entire self-worth in this area. I've seen people become their work and it's very fragile, especially if you lose your job for some reason, you start to question your identity, which is not what you want to be doing. Use your competence in this area to explore others and the more skills you require, the more well-rounded you will be. Number three, have values. Values are virtuous. I see them as a guidebook for life that help us make decisions that serve our higher self and our long-term goals. If you don't have values, it's really easy to be pulled in plenty of different directions. And if you start to feel out of sync with yourself or you're uncertain of whether you're on the right path, it's highly unlikely that you're going to feel confident. Ask yourself, if I was the highest version of myself, what would be important to me? How would I behave? If you can't envision that version of yourself, think of someone you admire and initially base your values on theirs until you're able to see that highest version of yourself. Not only will it help you work towards a higher version of yourself, you'll also stand for something. You'll be able to follow your own path and be more integrated with yourself, which will ultimately lead to you being more confident. Number four, follow through on the commitments and promises that you make. In the words of the incredible Naval Ravikant, self-esteem is just the reputation that you have with yourself. You'll always know. Self-esteem is just the reputation that you have with yourself. You'll always know. In order to have confidence, you need to have a high self-esteem, a high level of self-respect. I say this because your body language and how you present yourself is exactly how people are going to perceive you. If you make commitments and promises to yourself and others and don't follow through, the likely narrative in your mind is going to be something like, I can't ever do the things that I set out to do. I can never keep promises. I'm always letting people down. Negative internal self-talk is not going to help you build confidence. And although this might even perpetuate when you're doing things well, if you don't have any arguments against, you'll begin to believe that negative self-talk. When your self-esteem grows, the world is going to see it in your behaviors and your actions. Become a person who makes commitments and follows through. Become a person who makes promises and follows through as much as they can. There's of course far more that I could add to this list, but if you can accept that you have flaws and remind yourself that everyone does, it's a part of being human, you acquire skills and get damn good at them, you have values, and you follow through on your commitments and promises, I guarantee you'll be a more confident person. I hope that helped, team. I look forward to speaking to you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.